Hello, everyone, and welcome to Man Up, the men's mental health podcast. My name is Andy Richardson, and sitting over in Estonia, the lovely country Estonia, is the sublime but not ridiculous Tommy Dankwa. How are you, sir? I'm very good. Thank you very much. It's um, We're back again. <laughs> yes. We're back again. Who'd have thought that we'd have so so much difficulty in sort of, you know, finding a time to get back together? Life really has got in the way, hasn't it? We're like, uh, I was going to say, we're like a, a, a bad smell. Um, <laughs> you can't get rid of us. <laughs> and every now and again, even when, when you think you've got rid of us, even when you don't want it, want it, we just appear like a bad smell. Just back again, back again. We should call ourselves the Bad Smell Podcast. Um, yeah, it could be the spin-off. It can be the spin-off. The bad. Didn't you want to do a? You wanted to do a spin-off at one point, didn't you? Did you want to do a spin-off? Yeah, I did say we should do something. I can't remember what it was nowadays. Obviously, it wasn't. I wasn't that serious about <laughs> it. A good idea at the time, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think, you know, the fact that we can't even, uh, you know, get this. Do this one. I think, let's do it. I think we need to take a, a rain check on that one. <laughs> let's let's just stick to our guns. I did I did say to you um, a couple of weeks ago, I said, you know, I said to you, right, I'm putting my foot down. You know, the, yep. the thing about this podcast for us is, you know, mental health and all that. So we said to each other, let's never pressurize each other to do this podcast. You know, it has to be something that's fun. Yeah. But uh, bearing in mind, we, we're probably doing one on average of it once every three months now. Uh, I yeah. think so. I, I was like, right, we have to do. Did I say one a month or two a month? Let's do two a month. We said two a month, didn't we? That's what we agreed to. Two a month. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So this is half of this month's quota. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're already halfway through the month as well, so it's not bad going. <laughs> yes, yeah, we'll try. We'll try and uh, yeah. I mean, that's the that's the other thing about summer as well as being as being busy in yeah. life in general. The summer there's always um, fun stuff going on. You know, well, I, I mean, not for everyone, um, but uh, I, you know, one of the things I try and do to sort of uh, improve my mental health is give myself things to to look forward to. Yeah. And I think that's a really important thing to do, isn't it? You know, if you're even if you're having the shittiest time, you know, just book book a you know, if you've got no money, just just book a a meet up with a friend or something, you know, just something as simple as that or uh, you know, a daily stroll like a, you know, a, a stroll with a friend somewhere and can really give you a boost, can't it? Um Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, you know, you speak of things to look forward to. I just feel Obviously, I came back from, I don't know if we've reported on that, but I came back from a long holiday, which was amazing. And it just mm. feels like every weekend, I don't feel like I've even been home. Like there's something happening, whether it be, you know, like someone's birthday or, you know, I, what was I doing? The boys have had loads of events going on, like song festivals and stuff like that. We were in Tallinn for that. But there's mm. always something happening. And honestly, I just feel like, well, whoa. You know, I'm actually now really looking forward <laughs> to not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I suppose that's a mental health recharge at the moment. I suppose that's that. the flip side, isn't it? Really, you know, like you can have stuff to look forward to, but if you, yeah, if you pack too much in, then it can get a bit exhausting in itself, can't it? Yeah, yeah, it really can. It really can. So, 
it's been uh, like you know for us out here it's been so good we've had so many amazing things happening but when there's like a day where we don't have to do anything or a weekend where we don't have to go out i feel myself like oh my gosh so happy i'm really, <laughs> I'm really happy to be in the house doing nothing <laughs> yeah yeah no i feel the same i mean um yeah, I mean, I'm because uh, the nature of my job as a freelancer is just oh, all over the place. I mean, I was up at I was up at five a.m. this morning. Um, uh, well, before five a.m. Yeah, because I had to be in town for six a.m. and then I got there at the job, and then we were waiting around for two and a half hours. Oh my god! Um, until we could start because they hadn't finished. It, we yeah, we were filming this um, new display sort of thing, and they hadn't finished. Um, and then I'm working tonight until midnight, so it's yes, it's um can get exhausting, but I I um what, yeah, that is a long day. It is a long day, yeah, but um yeah, it's not the whole day. And also, I quite I quite look forward to the summer when the work sort of dries up a bit because then I can sort of get on with other stuff. You know, I've got um yeah, lots of stuff planned. But um yeah, but tell us um tell us what you've been up to. Tell us about the, this epic holiday and and stuff like that what's uh yeah how, how and how's your more importantly how's your brain been how's your mental health been yeah oh uh, wow so crikey what i don't even know where to begin it has been that long so it um has. yeah so we uh we went as a holiday we sorry went as a holiday we went on holiday as a family to um singapore and bali and we spent four weeks in that part of the world which was amazing so we sort of traveled around Bali and we did all the Gili Islands and things like that. So we had the most amazing trip, which was really good, all made possible by the fact that my wife is on like maternity. So she was able to sort of take this time off because in Estonia, I mean, they, they kind of look after you really well. I mean, there's a lot less people, so they're able to do better than they can do in England. So right. four magical weeks, the wife and kids, just sort of on the beach, traveling around, looking at different parts of Bali, and it was amazing. So that was probably to be one of the highlights, I think, of uh, possibly of my life because it was, wow. yeah, it was heavenly. It was so nice, you know, sitting on, you know, sitting surrounded by turquoise sea on white beaches and stuff like that. And I mean, what well, actually sort of made possible by the fact that I don't. I don't live in the UK anymore and I don't have an astronomical rent on my home that I'm living in and stuff like that. Mm, mm. Living well within my means, which is, it's lovely. So I've been, been really grateful for that holiday. And then um, we returned home and it was like the end of term. So that was quite a lot to get, you know, our heads around, you know, end of term parties and events and ceremonies for the boys, which was quite full on. We were, I think we were just saying, you know, looking forward to doing nothing. You know, we, we, it has been like, go, 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 go. But, you know, the boys did really well at school, which was lovely. So they're on summer holidays now. And, you know, from then we've kind of had different events where, had to be in different parts of Estonia and stuff like that. So it's actually been a really, really busy few months, but all amazing stuff. But definitely at times, sort of like, you know, I need a breather. I'd need, you know, five minutes just to kind of like sit at home and do absolutely nothing. Mm. 
But, you know, it's been good. And as far as, I guess, you know, my mental health goes, I just, again, I just feel so grateful to be around, you know, be where I am, to be in the countryside, to be by water and just mm. be able to, you know, take a walk with the dog. And, I'm, you know, any which way I go, there's you know, fields, trees or forests and i can just tap into that and yeah it's, it, i just feel really grateful i feel very very grateful for that um and yeah i i feel good i feel like um i've just come back from a friend's 40th birthday which was quite hardcore a huge party at festival so <laughs> i partied a lot harder than i have done in like many 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 years so i'm definitely <laughs> feeling the sort of Sting from that a bit, you know, a bit of a like, you know, hangover. You know, so that's definitely sort of an eye opener. That again, mm. I'm really grateful not to be in that hustle and bustle of life where people are drinking and partying every day. Yeah, it does sort of have that knock on effect. So, yeah. but again, just the fact that I'm able to acknowledge it and talk about it and actually be like, right, I know probably why I'm feeling like this because. You know, I didn't sleep properly for three no. days. I was constantly drinking, drunk, partying, and just being completely excessive. Mm. And you know, you know, I, I, I definitely feel the difference. But I don't feel terrible. Mm. But I definitely don't feel as one hundred percent as I normally <laughs> do. But I know it's completely self-inflicted. Yeah. So I know that I can, you know, I can ride this one out and get back onto it you know i'm trying to do positive things like i've been like yeah. writing bits and pieces i want to sort of you know document this whole dad experience that i'm going through now with you know now that we've got the baby who's just turned one by the way can you believe that it's been a wow. year yeah yeah it's been crazy so you know i'm trying to channel it into positive things but also you know rest a bit and just take care of myself again you know get back to what i was doing for the last three four years you know just being good to myself yeah yeah but you know i am well i am well and i definitely feel good that we're back and we're recording this again because you know it's it's just good for the soul it really is it really yes. is and yeah I'm, and so everyone who does listen i'm sorry that it's taken us so long to put another one out but you know, life, it really does get in the way. And mm. I didn't realize how, I mean, it's stupid of me not to, but I didn't realize just how, sounds, it's going to sound really ridiculous. As, as I'm about to say it, it sounds ridiculous. I didn't realize how dependent a baby was. <laughs> you know. But your third go. <laughs> I know. This is the thing. Obviously, I've kind of, I was always working, 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 but now that I'm right. sort of the chief carer yeah, and, you know, my wife is working so hard. She's a proper grafter and um, just, you know, having two older kids, having a baby who's very, very demanding. Mm. You know, she's, she needs to be, she's just turned a year mm. is it does. It is a lot. And finding time just to kind of do things other than sort of parenting things, it's, it's a big ask. It is mm. a big ask. So yeah, mm. I've, yeah, it's definitely been a bit of a, um, 
an eye opener. But you know, I'm loving it. I am loving it, and I'm really, I am grateful that this is how life is. You know, back in England, mm. you know, seeing people I was going into like restaurants to eat food and stuff, and just watching people in like the service industry, hospitality, which is what I would be doing. Just yeah. I see how stressed they are and how you know hear people talking about oh have you had your break yet and i'm just like oh my gosh i'm so glad that that's not me i'm so grateful that that's not my life anymore i'm so grateful to be you know at home and to be with the kids even when they do piss me off (laughs) i'm just grateful i'm really grateful and i love looking after my family so yeah man it is good but definitely it has definitely taken a bit of adjustment and getting used to yeah yeah it's um it's interesting you you, you know you, you you talk about uh you know feeling crap after the festival but you know why that that's that sort of thing is really important i think i think that that often comes with having experience of having sort of mental health problems it is if you identify why you're feeling a certain way then it, it goes a long way in making it better so for instance you know, uh, sleep is. Oh God, I just realised how how bloody important sleep is. And I was at a yeah. festival a couple of weeks ago and made the mistake of um, camping. Well, it was my mate who made the mistake. Actually, he, he camped right next to this large group of teenage girls who were just talking all night, basically. Yeah. And and uh, you know, you couldn't tell them to shut up because you're at a festival. You know, you'd be the most miserable get ever doing that. You know, and then. <laughs> Uh, and then um, not um, the mattress that I had was about a millimetre thick. Um, I had no earplugs and also um, my, my sleeping bag was crap. You know, like I got a, re- like a really, because I thought it'd be really warm in the night, but it was really cold. Yeah. So, so, so having like a couple of days at the festival, not sleeping, you know, only sleeping about two hours probably. Yeah. You know, and and drinking a bit as well, you know, like just feeling like really shit when i when i came back but then thinking rather than going oh god anxiety's coming back again oh god it's all going wrong I'm, you know what's happening with my mental health it was like dude you've had no sleep and uh you know sleep's probably one of the top three things you can do for your mental health if you don't get good sleep everything else is buggered basically so absolutely so it was like, yeah, okay, you've had no sleep, so that's why you're feeling that way, and immediately you can handle it, basically. Yeah, yeah you, it's you're so right. When you sort of know why, and you can you know identify it, you're in such a better position to deal with it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Much less of a you know chance of going spiraling and just being like, oh, everything's rubbish. It's like a dude, fix up. You know, you can sleep, you can rest. You know, you start eating well. You know give your soul a bit of nourishment and you'll be right as rain. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Talk, yeah. Talking of nourishment, um, cause I know you're going to ask me what I've been up to, aren't you? At some point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've given me the space to talk and waffle on and stuff like that. It's only fair. I give you, you can just make it quick. <laughs> Oh, God. How the devil have you been made? Go on, talk to me. Well, well, actually, I've, 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 I've to be honest, I've, I've just been working, like almost solidly working, which is good for the bank balance. I always say, but bad for my for my brain. But um, no, I've been all right. I've been I've been absolutely fine. Um, 
there's a couple of things that I've been doing mental health related actually, which has sort of helped me, um, which probably quite obvious ones, but I'll share them anyway. Um, so one thing I've been trying is intermittent fasting. Oh, okay. So uh, I've been doing the 16-8 intermittent fasting thing, which is 16 hours of not eating and then eight hours of eating, basically. So, But it's really easy because all you do is you finish, you have your evening meal earlier than you might normally have it. You have it about five or six o'clock. And then you don't have your breakfast till nine or 10 o'clock in the morning. And that's it. That That's literally it, you know. Um, so and for most of that, you're asleep anyway or resting. So it's 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 really easy. And it's, re- it's completely sorted out my, my IBS. My stomach is so much better now, basically. Okay. Yeah, totally. My stomach is so much better. Um I yeah I used to, I don't really get bloated anymore but you know when you think about what you're doing you're just you're giving your whole gut system a rest like a good rest you know it let you're letting it clean itself out and and you know do all it has to do and then settle down and whatever you know and obviously the gut and the mind are really well connected so uh yeah that's I, I found that's really really helped me basically and it's a, a, a it's a quick fix it you know it almost straight away i saw the benefit of it and it's pretty easy you know so um i oh, cool. yeah. so so you okay so break it down you're from six o'clock to your last meal so you sleep through until let's say six seven o'clock no you go to bed <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm sure you don't eat and then go straight to bed so most of the time you're sleeping and yeah, yeah. starting again and what are you eating when you do sort of eat? So, well, I don't, yeah, I mean, in, in that eight-hour window, I just, whatever, whatever you want. I mean, obviously, I, I eat quite well. You know, I, I, I have my sort of morning smoothie, um, you know, and I've got all sorts of, I've got protein powder and I've got green powder that I put in it and, and you know, nuts and uh, blueberries and oats and all that sort of stuff, you know. So my, my morning smoothie is quite, good you know it's got a lot of stuff in it i normally have something really small around lunchtime and then i have the like i say evening meal about normally about f- five five thirty if i'm not busy doing something and then yeah i just gotta wait just a little while until i have my breakfast i don't wake to be honest normally i don't wake up until about half seven anyway yeah so just i'll just wait for a little while before i have my brekkie you know it's it's um it's a no brainer really. Uh, and, and that 16 hours is, is quite optimal because by the time you get to 16 hours, your body's starting to, um, going to the process of, of, uh, um, eating, eating its own self. Now I think that's come, that's come out wrong. It's, it, it basically <laughs> digest <yeah>. yourself. <laughs> yeah. You died. Yeah. Yeah. You start digesting yourself No, Yeah. I mean, you, you know, you, you, you starting to use your your store of of body fat you know and which is an, another you know another good thing to, to to do as well you know so it's good for weight as well um uh yeah yeah i can't i can't recommend that that enough really i mean obviously you know well i was gonna say you know chat with your doctor first or whatever i mean i i didn't chat with my doctor and to be honest 
Um, I think the you know you should chat with your doctor if you're going to do fasting where you don't eat for two or three days. Um, but did you try that once? Did you did you try that once? I did six day fasting. Oh, that's right. Only water. Six days of fasting with only water. And you know, I um, that was probably psychologically one of the most challenging things I've ever ever done because I like food. And actually, <laughs> I'm really actually interested to talk to you more about this intermittent fasting because <laughs> see, so like sounds like you're saying farting. Sorry, so the way you say <laughs> intermittent farting. <laughs> Go on, sorry, intermittent fasting because um, actually, you know, I, I as I said, I really like food and. I've noticed out here, I've definitely been overeating. We had this conversation, I think, on a podcast before. But I feel, obviously, because I'm at home now as well, the cupboards are there constantly. Yeah. So I'm always in there. Or if I've eaten dinner, you know, there's, I cook a lot of food for the family. You know, we eat quite a lot. And yeah, it's just picking, picking, picking. Mm. And like, you know, you can see it. I've got a bit of a belly and like, I've get, you know, I'm getting some moves and stuff yeah. like that. And I'm not, I'm not, really happy with my appearance chins so sorry chins are you, ch you got some chins going um on? no that that's all right at the minute but i mean <laughs> it's it's gonna happen it's inevitable isn't it but you know yeah i'm really i'm really thinking about it but again i'm just like i like food so much but i did do six days and it was probably one of the most um yeah, mentally challenging, but, um, you know, somebody said to me they had this whole sort of epiphany and it was like, a, you know, a new lease of life and stuff like that, which I didn't feel. It was like quite a labor the whole way through. And, yeah. you know, it's really weird what happens to your body and stuff like that. Obviously, you're drinking lots of water, so, you know, you're passing urine a lot, but then after a few days, there's no food in your body, so you stop pooing, which is quite a freaky things happen because obviously you know i'm, I'm yeah. quite regular but when that happens it's completely gone but i think yeah. the um i think my over you know the over sort of riding or the biggest take i got from this was that actually you know your your mind is an absolute powerhouse and actually you can you've really got a lot of say and a lot of control over you know what you do yeah so that that was quite empowering in that mm. respect but um yeah. you know i didn't you know i didn't feel a lot of people have these sorts of you know, life-changing epiphanies and oh my gosh you know you just you sort of have this heightened elevation and you know you see things differently everything sort of is glowing and beautiful and i you know i didn't have any of that which mm. uh, i was quite disappointed about i thought if i'm starving at least i want to sort of you know be tripping balls or something but <laughs> yeah but it, it didn't happen it didn't happen like that was there but, any was there any benefit to, like or lasting benefit from it at all um no i mean for a few days i was you know i was inspired to eat a bit healthier and stuff like that but then i just kind of you know the old eating habits crept in again like i just you know kept on but the portions got bigger and stuff like that. And mm. I don't know if it's comfort eating because maybe I'm missing something in my life. I mean, my life feels quite full, but it's like, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? But that's probably why I'm interested in the intermittent fasting. And maybe if you're doing it, that might, you know, it might be 
and I should jump in on that with you and have somebody to sort of be accountable to. Yeah. That will inspire me to, you know, create better habits because although I eat healthily, I eat a lot of healthy foods. So when, so what time, what are your sort of normal eating times? When do you have brekkie, lunch and and dinner? How does that go? Okay. So breakfast time, I wake up normally, I feed the baby first. She sort of eats around between eight and nine. And then Mm. I'll have breakfast, you know, maybe after that. So between nine and 10, I'll have breakfast. Mm -hmm. Then but now with the kids, because I think as well, we're all eating at different times because the boys are waking up later or, you know, they'll disappear and go and play or they'll be in their room playing a video game before they come out and look for food. So I'm sort of making food at different times. Maybe I need to just sort of, you know, cook one breakfast for everybody and that's where it is. Mm. And the same at lunchtime. But, you know, lunchtime between 12 and 2, it depends. And then again, dinner... It, we don't have a set time. It can be between sort of five and seven. It would have dinner. Well, it sounds like you're almost doing it anyway, and you've only got to make a really small adjustment, but just make it a bit more regimented. So make sure you have. So have your dinner. If you have your dinner at between five and seven, then maybe keep it the same. Maybe keep it like half half five six. Yeah actually when you eat and then in the morning all you've got to do if you have it at six then all you've got to do is have your breakfast slightly later at 10 o'clock that's all you've got to do basically and then you're doing a 16 hour intermittent fasting okay it's yeah. not it's not hard it's honestly not very hard to do i think it uses this snacking as well in between which is what i'm well, the snacking is fine, I think as long as you're giving yourself your your stomach that break you know you're not i mean don't snack after you've eaten, after you've had your dinner at at six o'clock, don't snack after that. Is that what you're doing? Is that what you're saying that you snack after that? Then yeah, picking things from the cupboard or you know, like, right. and you know, you know, if the, if the baby doesn't eat her food or the kids like you know finishing their dinner, I'm like a human dustbin. <laughs> yeah, that's what's happening basically. Yeah, so so that I suppose that isn't quite that's not so good. But then again, I guess if you have certain types of food that fill you up so then you don't feel that hungry anymore you know that sort of try not to have stuff um you know because i was reading that book uh the glucose revolution you know and, and if you have um you know any sweet stuff and all that have it after um eating the savory stuff vegetables and that and then if you're gonna eat in a certain order eat the vegetables first and then eat the starch and you know eat then eat the meat well you don't eat meat but eat the protein and the and the and the, and the starch at the end because then the, the 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 vegetables um create a sort of viscous mess mesh in your stomach to sort of absorb the glucose so you don't get those hunger pangs later on you know so it's all about um uh you know low gi foods and stuff um so maybe that could have a bit, you could have a bit of a, an adjustment there. Or maybe you could even just not, you know, have so many snack, snack type foods in the house, you know. I know the boys probably like them. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But um, it's it sounds to me, it sounds like you doesn't, in terms of the eating times, you don't have to do that much of an adjustment. All you've got to do is stop snacking after a certain time, you know. 
think of yourself like the gremlins you know you couldn't feed them <laughs> after midnight do you remember <laughs> God, don't, don't feed them after midnight uh human gremlin you're right, you're right. Yeah. all right well that's interesting then so intermittent fasting is working for you definitely have, have you lost weight well you, you're doing it to lose weight no i'm not doing it to lose weight i mean as you know i'm not i mean actually to be honest did notice at the end of sort of last year and that, that I'm you know definitely the heaviest that I've ever been and you know, when you smile in the photos you get the extra chins and stuff like that you know um but um I think since the in- intermittent fasting I have lost a little bit of weight you know so it's I mean you know I'm looking at my belly now and you know I can I can it's fairly it's flat it's a it's, it's still a flat belly um just about just Good. about that and and <clears throat> um, you know, um, I did a big cull of my trousers recently, and a lot of them I, I can't fit in anymore. But um, you know, that's life. But apparently, you, unless you do something about it, unless you do exercise and uh, resistance work or whatever, then apparently you gain a pound every year. My mate was saying. Do you know what? That makes absolute sense because I've been with Marilyn for like ten years. Actually, we've been together for 12 years, but the first part of it, we were very fit and, you know, working out and whatnot, but mm. since then we've slowed down everything and I have put on, um, um, no kgs, I'm 10 kgs heavier than I was when we first met. What? 10 kilos? Wow. Yeah. That's quite a lot, isn't it? That's quite a lot. Yeah. That is quite a lot. That's what, what's that in stone? So it's 14 pounds to the stone, two and a half Two and a half pound, two and a half pounds of the kilo. So I don't know, a couple of stone. You've added a couple of stone on. I think so. Right. I'm a chubber boy now. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a chubber boy. Yeah, that's what I am. So <laughs> this is something that I need to address because it is on my mind. And I know that if I do not address that, I know that will have implications later on down the line, whether it be physical health or mental health. I know. They're intertwined, mate. They're intertwined. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So I definitely, definitely need to sort of look. At that. Yeah, I've joined a gym, a local gym, cheap one of those cheap ones, and um, I go twice a week and just do a little bit of resistance work. You know, I mean, every time I get on one of the weight things, I'm always uh, adjusting the weights to much lighter than the bloke who's been in before me. But I don't care. I've got no qualms about you know trying to look like He Man or whatever. You know, I'm just happy. Do a bit of resistance work, you know, keep the muscles going, you know, use it or lose it, if you know what I mean, you know. Very smart, very smart. You used to, you I remember you used to do all that sort of fitness thing. You used to did that fitness class and all that, didn't you? And you did the yeah, morning. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But again, you know, again, the way life has you know, the way life has changed, I just do feel like finding the energy and the time to do it, you know, because mm. you wake up early, you know, maybe the Baby will wake up early and it's like straight away, right? Okay, you're here. I mean, there's always a way to do it. I'm yeah. Just, stop making these excuses. Actually, yeah. Quite ruthless with it. So, so the second thing that I've uh, been looking at, um, slight change in my life, which I've only just literally started in the last couple of days, actually, but, um, uh, I went to, I was doing some filming for the London, um, oh, what's the name of the festival? Basically, it was it was a uh, writer's um, 
self-publishing. So it was like the I think it was called self-publishing live, um, and it's for self-published authors basically. And there was a woman there talking about how her life had changed um, after she read this book called The Happiness Advantage um, by Sean Acor, A-C-H-A-C-H-O-R. Um, and, uh, you know, because you read a lot of the, I've, I don't know, you know, you've read a load, load of these books. I've read a load of these mental health books. I've so I've like so many like a couple recently I've just started and I've just not finished I'm just like this, oh, this is the same old crap you know I'm not saying that I'm some sort of expert and all that but some of them are like you know you can tell they've just bloody um googled <laughs> googled a few things and just made a you know a book out of it or something you know but this this one's really good because the bloke um uh, he's talking about how having a um, positive attitude is actually an advantage in the business world. So, so he's looked at all the fortune 500 companies. Um, he's looked at all like Harvard students and all that, you know, and just seen the ones that have done the best aren't the ones that have come from privileged backgrounds or whatever. They're, it's the people that are sort of naturally um, sort of happy, basically chipper, and so the argument is that, uh, you know, the old thought is that if you get a load of money and you do well, successful, that will make you happy. But the argument here is that if you're happy, then you will get the wealth and, you know, you know, maybe not necessarily wealth, possibly wealth, but you will just do better in life if you've got a ha like a positive outlook, basically. Um which it sounds really basic, but the way it's written is it's just it's just really good, basically. And um one of the key things in there is this thing about gratitude again, which you were talking about. Yeah. And um this uh so what so what he's saying is that just every morning, just it's a really simple thing. Cause I know that in the past we've we've both talked about journal journaling and writing down thoughts and blah de blah but he says you know this is the one one really good thing you can do is just write down three things you're grateful for you know every morning so it could be or it doesn't have to be in the morning could be just at a regular time you know yeah. and it could be you know i'm grateful for um this my wallpaper you know it could be any, like literally it could be anything um you know it has to be real of course you know you can't just make it up but it's, what he's saying is if you, over a, a certain period of time, if you keep doing that and keep doing that, you'll find yourself naturally looking for the positive things in, in you know, so yeah. you won't start thinking negatively instantly all the time. You'll just keep, you'll keep looking for the positive things. And it, and he says it has a massive um, effect on your career and your whole life. And this woman said the same thing on the talk, you know, so um, I'd really recommend the book, The Happiness Advantage. And um, Who's that by? Sean Achor, A-C-H-O-R. I don't know how to pronounce it. And it's Sean spelled S-H-A-W-N. Sean Achor. Sure. Love it. But it's, yeah, so so <clears throat> just started doing that, you know. Um, not, you know, it's early days, but um, yeah, it's quite, quite some something to think about anyway you know in the, men, the old mental health field and all that yeah mate yeah i i 
couldn't agree more. I genuinely think gratitude is such a key thing. And if, and again, like, you know, writing it down, you know, I always go back to the miracle morning, but that's part of the practice there, you know, like writing down something you're grateful for. It's absolutely, it really does, like, you know, it really does work when you're writing your journal or whatever. But massive, massive into gratitude. I think another thing as well, somebody said, is um, when you wake up in the morning, when you put your foot down, when you put your first foot on the floor, say thank you. And we put the next one down, say thank you again. And, you know, you can just be like, for anything, thank you that I'm, I've woken up. Thank you that I can sit up. Say yeah. thank you. And then when you walk, just say thank you with every step that you take. So like if you're going to the bathroom. So by the time you sort of, you know, get to the toilet, you've moved on like 20, 30 steps. And you just say thank you, thank you, thank you. And, and that sort of gives you that sort of, I don't know what it is or how they explained it, but that sort of what it does into your mind gives you that gratitude sort of explosion, if you like. And it's like a really good thing to do. I've tried it a few times and every now and then I'll go back to it, but it's a really good thing. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah. I, really li- I really like that. Absolutely. What a way to start the day. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank- wham, bam. Thank you, man. I mean, I am. Um... <laughs> yeah. You can even do a wham, bam. Thank you, man. <laughs> That's what you do. <laughs> wham, bam, ba-doo, bam. Wham, bam, boo. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Talking of Wham, actually, I saw, I don't know if you've seen um, on Netflix, there's the Wham documentary. Um, I have do- not. The documentary about Wham. And, and firstly, you realise how bloody good their songs were. They really stood the test of time. George Michael is a fantastic songwriter. Yep. was a fantastic songwriter. But if you want a little injection of joy, maybe you've had a bad day and you just want a little bit of joy, then watch that because it doesn't go into the details of, you know, you know, George Michael, all the problems he he had and stuff like that, or his death or anything like that. It just talks about wham and, and um, you know, that that sort of whole folly. There were just a couple of um, chums at school, basically, him and Andrew Ridgely. And um, there's one bit in it where George Michael goes, uh, you know, people are buying our stuff and, you know, we're just a couple of idiots. And I just love the way he said that. <laughs> we're just a couple of idiots oh he was so good I so miss him George Michael he was such a such a brilliant talent and such a brilliant singer but it's very joyful watch definitely alright recommended wham wham what you say so if you're feeling down just put on waking me up before you go go and have a dance because that always works doesn't it ah oh, it's a fantastic song In I, fact, I encourage anyone not to feel happy when that song comes on yes definitely yeah and another thing um I encourage people to do is something that I actually something is a really simple thing to do. When I was in um, Spain in April, I've been to Spain three times this year. I'm not bragging or anything. So, but, um, the Camino walks. No, so this wasn't during the Camino. Uh, this was my, on a beach holiday in uh, Mallorca. So, so yeah, three times. I did do another Camino. That's another thing I've done since I've spoken to you, actually. Another another Camino, which was fantastic. Um, walking is very, it's just a great thing to do for your brain. But um, uh, anyway, yeah, so so uh, one night going back from the uh, restaurant to the hotel, I was, with, I was with some friends and we started, for some reason, we started skipping. And if there is one thing you can do just to make yourself put yourself in a good mood i mean i you know i defy anyone 
to have bad thoughts or be grumpy while they're skipping. <laughs> <laughs> so I want you to try it, Tommy. I want when we've done this podcast, I want you to have a little skip around the house. Do you know what? Let... I'll, I'll do when I take tank out. I'll, t- <laughs> I'll skip, skip through the village. Like, what the f- is he doing now? What is he doing? Now? <laughs> you're already the village weirdo Um, i really am i really am but i know that's a great thing to do though and and again it all goes back to um you know physical movement creates that complete change and shift in your mental state isn't it physical state is changed by movement i think is it tony robbins who says that he's like you know everyone get up everyone shake your body stamp your feet jump up and down scream sorry it's cough there <clears throat> and it does the physical is a big word the physical mm. change it, it's like so evident so yeah i can imagine that does work yeah yeah when you were saying shake your body there that reminded me of that song um shake your body gotta use it up gotta wear it out do you remember that one yeah i do remember the song who sang that I'm going to say it was Odyssey, the band Odyssey. Got to use it up. I'm going to, I might skip to that song. Yeah, so that's what you've got to do. In fact, all listeners, this is what I challenge you to do. Put on Use It Up, (laughs) Wear It Out by Odyssey. And was it Odyssey? I think it was Odyssey. And then, um, and skip. (laughs) And skip. Can you imagine just got like loads of blokes just skipping around <laughs> London or wherever we live? Just like, wow, that's brilliant. <laughs> and also, if you do do it, feel free to sort of record it and send us videos of it. So oh, I'd love to see it. I'd love, I'd love to-, to see it. We'll post it. We'll post it. We'll post it on social media. I'm going to skip and I'm going to record it. I'm going to record it. I'm going to post it. Oh yeah, okay. Yes, I will. I'll show you. <laughs> I'll do. I'll do the same as well then. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, um. So, um, just another quick thing. Uh, mental health in the news. Uh, it's hot off the press. Mental health is in the news in England. Nice, nice. We like a bit of mental health in the news. Where's your jingle, Andy? Mental health in the news. Um. You uh, you have no idea what I'm talking about, have you? Well, no idea. Talk to me. What's going on? <laughs> well, I'm no. Isolated out here. Say again. I'm isolated. I do not watch any news at all. No, no, that's fair enough. It's probably a good thing. Probably a good thing. Um, and by the way, um, I'm not going to join Threads. I've decided Threads. It Threads. Thread. It's the you know the new Microsoft. Not Microsoft, the new Facebook Meta Twitter thing. Uh huh. They've got a new one. So, I really, I've got absolutely no idea. You ne- what? Cool, you are isolated. So, basically, there's a new new social media platform called Threads. Uh huh. Threads, as in T H R E A D S. Um, and it's another social media thing. And I'm just thinking, oh, I just can't be asked. I'm, I'm probably sound like a right dinosaur. Right, it's like a sod it though. I just can't. I just honestly, it's just, there's not enough time in the day, you know. I just want to get on with life, and everyone's going, Well, that's a new thing, you know, it's not toxic anymore, you know. It's like, uh, you know, everyone's on that now. So, oh, God, I've never it. even heard of that. 
You never heard of Threads? No, never. Man, you are you are completely out of it there, aren't you? I know it's lovely. It really <laughs> is nice. It is lovely. You love it. Yeah. Oh, so so the mental health in the news thing here is um so there's a uh, a news presenter on the BBC called Hugh Edwards. Do you know Hugh Edwards? Yes, he does the evening news, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's basically uh, been accused by this person's young person's family of you know send asking for paying money for explicit images of that person, you know. And it's all apparently there's no there's been no crime been done or whatever. And the son of, uh, you know, they they leaked they broke the story and it was there's all things about the son and the BBC and all that. But the centre of it all, um, Hugh Edwards, he's got quite bad depression, and um, as a result of this thing, he's now in hospital with depression. So you know, so so bad that he's been sort of hospitalised. You know. And it does make you think about the, you know, how the vulnerability of obviously, you know, people in in the public eye, but also, you know, the responsibility the press has and responsibility employers have. And also, you know, I don't know how guilty he was of, you know, because obviously we had the Philip Schofield thing about a month ago as well. But it's just that whole thing's back in the news again. You know, Philip Schofield's, did say that he thought about doing a Caroline Flack, you know, who she committed a committed suicide as a result of sort of journalistic and, uh, you know, certain pressures and stuff, you know? So again, yeah, mental health is very much in the news. Depression's in the news shows you how powerful, uh, depression can be and what a serious thing it is. And it's something that shouldn't be sort of, um, sort of, uh, taken lightly really basically but you know a timely reminder and it, it does seem like you know these celebrities they're fair game aren't they you know when they do something wrong or you know there's no sort of let off for them is there i mean i don't know i don't know the full story on either of these things i've seen like i saw philip schofield was trending and stuff but i don't know the full shebang or what's happened and same with um uh news uh hugh edwards hugh edwards so, but I can imagine, you know, seeing it before, how the press get hold of it and then, you know, they're all over social media and they become memes and stuff. It is quite, it's really aggressive, isn't it? Yeah, and pe- people on social media jump in and they go, oh, look at this person, you know, nonce or whatever, you know, when when they don't know what's happened and, you know, no, n- both with Philip Schofield and Hugh, and Hugh Edwards, there's been no actual crime committed at all so far as i know at all you know yeah i mean you know it's like but you know now it's gonna be it's like forever people are gonna be like oh you know pedo or whatever you know when it's it's just oh god you know again that's that's another reason why i you know why do i want to go on something like and you know another social media platform and you know look at a load of people's judgmental opinions about things you know yeah. I mean, I just I now just use Facebook and Instagram for to promote stuff. I mean, I do put stuff, pictures of me out and about on Instagram, but that's literally all I do. I just put a photo of myself. I don't make a comment. You know, I'm not making comments about stuff. I just literally put a photo of me looking like an idiot somewhere, you know, and that's all I do. And that's 
about all I can really handle, if I'm honest. Yeah. It's true, though. I mean, um, at the minute, I mean, I've not seen the ones you were talking about, but there's a boxer, Tyson Fury. We spoke about him before. Remember, he sort of struggled with his mental health and drug addiction and stuff like that. Then he made this wonderful comeback and um, he regained his championship belts and became a champion of the world again. He was like this big ambassador for mental health. Mm. And, um, you know, recently he sort of did something where he looks like he ducked a fight that everyone was looking for and started making these horrible, like, you know, outrage demands, like, I'll give you tiny bits of money and just started being a bit horrible to the fighter. And the other fighter handled it quite classly. And all of a sudden, all these people that were championing him have really turned against Tyson Fury. And, you know, everyone's been really mean. And every time you post something or everyone says anything about him, the the negative comments are there. And it's like, wow, that actually really has sort of, you know, how quickly things change. We build them up to pull them down again. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I found myself guilty of it because I was really annoyed by it as well. Because I'm like, you know, you talk all this talk and you say that you're something and then sort of go back to this being really horrible. And even I was like, well, ugh. I, I was like, ugh, put the big thumbs down thing on his thing. And I was like, oh my God, I'm doing this horrible shit that people do. And I've and I've mm. done that. I'm like, now I'm like, I'm guilty of that. Mm. And I was like, oh my God, like I should know better. I did mm. it. Like, you know, people are fair game. And, you know, you have these moments where you don't think about, you know, what's he sort of thinking? And you could argue, yeah, he's brought on himself by being a bit of an idiot. <laughs> but yeah. still, do they deserve it? You know, is it because someone's a celebrity that they're fair game, that everyone's entitled to have an opinion on it? And the truth yeah. is, actually, no. But you do it anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, it's it's and and it's it's just good not to get involved in it, you know. Like so many times, I've wanted to sort of comment on people's horrible comments and that, and I just it's just it's just such a rocky road to go down, isn't it? Really, it's yeah, just absolutely. um, I, I don't think I could come completely off it, you know, like because I do like to know what's going on, and I do like, I mean, I do want to promote things and all that, but it's just you know, yeah, yeah, just just get on with life, you know. Spend a lot of my time actually over the past few weeks listening to sport. <laughs> I don't know if that's good for your mental health or not, you know, okay. especially for especially yeah. spot fo- following England stuff, you know, cricket and tennis, yeah. really. Yeah, is it yeah. good? Is that a good I, thing to do? I mean, I think I love sport for many reasons. Um, one, I like the competitive nature of it. Two, I like the euphoria that comes when, you know, your team or the person you're supporting wins. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, I like it as an outlet. You know, mm. Football scream at the TV and stuff like that. It's, it's, <laughs> I love that. It makes me feel great. You know, cheering, screaming, like, ah, what a release. <laughs> I absolutely fully endorse, endorse watching sports because, yeah, I think it's great. I do think it's great. Oh, okay. All right. So, like, when it's like your national team as well getting involved in it, it, I think it just brings a real nice camaraderie. People feel really happy when your team does well, but then again, it can have the complete opposite effect if your team get absolutely squished. It's like, oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Recently, England just won um, the under twenty ones, won the Euros. Yeah, which was a good celebration, which was lovely. You know, I don't think we did so well in the Ashes, did we? I think the ladies team did well 
Well, no, we're, the Ashes are still going on. We're, we're two one. Well, yeah, we're two one behind. So, so um, it's all to play for still. It's all okay. to play for. Out two two one behind out of five. So you know we've got. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so you got to win. And 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 it's it's been very close as well. So it's not like they're they're sort of you know. Um, not the whitewashes that it's been in the past. No, no, no. <laughs> Right, so so I guess we're coming up to the sort of about end of podcast time, which is around the 50-minute mark, which is almost perfect. 52 minutes, in fact. It's almost perfect podcast time. Um, have you any, firstly, any other business? Have you got anything else to get off your chest, Mr. Dankwell? Um, <clears throat> no, I think I've had a really nice sort of release of everything. It's quite nice to get it all out. So I, I'm I'm good. I think my only sort of pressing question is, what is next for us? Where do we go from here? We've done another catch-up. So mm. what can we look forward to, Andy? Talk to us. Well, no, there are a couple of guests line, lined up, which is good. And I'm still, depending on a few things and that, I'm still planning on possibly coming over to you um, in September. If if I'm still welcome, it'll only be a day or so, you know. If, always if that... welcome, oh. always welcome. As long as not September the first, because when the kids go back to school. <laughs> so, anytime after the September the first, absolutely. It was it was just September the first. That was the only time I had in the diary. <laughs> I'm actually. I just was on. Uh, I was just booking tickets for September the first. <laughs> No, no, it'll be, it'll be, uh, I mean, I'll probably be like a five day trip. Um, so a night in Riga and then overland to you and then up to Tallinn with or without you, with or without you. And then, and then up to um, Helsinki and home, basically. That's, that's the, 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 the trip that I want to do. And that's then while I'm with you, we can do a couple of videos. We can do some um, do some photos. We haven't had any photos for ages, have we? You know. No. Well, now um, no, you're coming. Now I've definitely got to get on this uh, intermittent fasting for doing photos. So exactly. I've definitely got face and body now for podcast only. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Okay. There's a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, that's it really, I guess. Um, so we will do another one soon. Um, and we will this time because now the pressure is on and we have to do it. Yeah. We actually, well, I mean, I, I guess I can say this, can't we? We actually did have guests lined up for yesterday, didn't we? But they had to unfortunately pull up, pull out at the last minute. Yes. Yes. So, but you know, it's nice because everything works out and everything happens for a reason. We've actually had the catch up now. Yes, and normally we're quite rusty, aren't we, when we do a catch up? So, I <laughs> think that was a bit rusty. Oh, do you know what? Actually, I think it's a bit smoother than what we normally do on our. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I'm actually quite pleased with it. I hope that the listeners are pleased with it as well. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So least... I'm hoping we're going to be we're going to be smooth when we have our guests on, and they are quite good guests, aren't they? Yes, they are good guests. Yeah, yeah de definitely. So we'll tempt them. We're not going to say who. We're not going to say who. Can we give them a but, clue? All right. Tom, clue. Tom, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Um, <laughs> no, that really would be Mission Impossible. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> 
Oh, that's terrible. Terrible. Uh, okay. All right, then, everyone. Um, so that's that. Uh, well, the good thing about the, that catch-up is we did a lot of talking about mental health and tips and things like that. So I do feel yeah. like this is a uh, a valid podcast for our um, – um, our, uh, 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 I can't think of the word. What's um, – uh, you know, when you've got a body of work, when it's – your oeuvre? No, your – um selection oh forget it just forget it you're way too smart for me with these big words you know i use i keep it basic i keep it basic yeah yeah no it's probably the best with our collection of works collection will do yeah yeah collection will do body of work was nice body yeah collection body oeuvre oeuvre anyway right uh yep talking of um oeuvre i need to clean the house does that work oeuvre <laughs> uh, it's getting worse. We're going to need to end this podcast quick before more shit comes out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> I'll see. You so- uh, I'll speak to you soon. Anyway, and um, yes, everyone, um, nice to uh, to be back again, and we'll speak to you very soon. Goodbye.